0: Alright folks, welcome back to the True Results 303 Podcast. Once again, I am Russell, your host. Thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it greatly. Your time is very valuable and you're spending it with me. Apologize for that noise. That is my laptop. I'm downloading some YouTube videos. Um, But once again, don't forget to visit the website, trueresults303.com. Subscribe to the free newsletter. Got a couple free downloads there for you. Just click that free button gift, setting goals, nutrition, supplementation. Have at it. I hope they help you. Don't forget to subscribe to the YouTube channel. I got got free workouts on there, motivational talks. Sometimes I'll do some recipes while I'm in the kitchen and I'll videotape that as well or record. Don't forget to like the True Results 303 Facebook page. And Google Plus, True Results 303. On Twitter, right now it is TRURWW. I need to change that to True, Resul- True Results 303. So, I've got a few new subscribers. I want to shout out to them. Let me get my computer here. Let's see. We've got W... NE Nation 9795 thank you and Marissa Pulry 2 thank you Madeline Romero Amy Redden 18 Camille Roberts thank you very much and this one shows a Jennifer Camp his favorite my diet one So I appreciate you as well. Hopefully you will subscribe. So today I'm coming at you with a video on our most, or a uh, podcast on our most valuable resource. I might have mentioned this in the last podcast where I talked about changing the world and what we need to do in order to achieve that. And our most valuable resource is our fellow man. Right? That's our most valuable resource. That's what God has given us as our greatest gift. Family, friends, you know, strangers, whatever, your neighbor. This is our most valuable resource. Great things happen when we come together. Of course, bad things can happen when we come together. But great things happen when we unite for a positive reason. Positive motives and i i didn't i didn't vote for obama um but i know when we listen to speeches you know in anything anything i do it can happen anything anybody does where they can take just sections and edit it edit anything to make it sound completely different and there was one where obama came out you know if you have a business you didn't build that someone else made that happen blah 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 whatever I didn't see the whole speech. I didn't hear it. So, I don't know know the context of it. Right? But I think everything can be misunderstood. And what I think he might have been trying to say is we've got to understand that, you know, Memorial Day just passed. Men have died for our rights. If you're here in America. And if you're in any country. You know, there have been wars fought for. The rights of wherever you live for, the, for that community. And we've got to understand there are many people that build, built these roads. Right here in Colorado we have the Eisenhower Tunnel and all these tunnels through the mountain that men gave their lives to dig these holes in through a mountain as their job with no machines. Right? They gave their lives to, to make our lives better and we take that for granted. And I think that's the concept that Obama was trying to get at during that speech. But of course things get distorted and we unfortunately don't understand or grasp the full concept of what a person was trying to say. And I think that's what he was trying to say. We've got to understand that You know, we never... Do these things on our own. We always get help in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's, you know, that's what I always hear people say. I made a video, said we need haters, right? Because haters motivate you to do it. You know, that's what people wear those shirts. I love haters, you know. So then you needed the hater because the hater motivated you. So you needed that person. You needed that person to hate. You needed those people to think you couldn't do it because it made you want to do it. So you needed the hater. Right. I hope that makes sense. You needed that hater. If that hater wasn't there, you might not be where you were at right now. Same thing where you've probably read or heard the statistic where they said they interviewed X amount of people, and what was the thing that they wanted most from their employer or out of their job? Did they want money, a you know, a raise? This, that, the other, and it was they just wanted acknowledgement for a. Job well done a majority of the time. Of course, we all want to make more money and things like that, but they wanted acknowledgement. They wanted to be told you're doing a great job. You are of great value to this team. Same thing with a work environment. You want a nice work environment, right? I was listening to Catholic Radio the other day, and it was, um, I think it was Catholic Radio. It might not have been. Uh, But you know, some baseball player where he, he was retired now, but he was talking about how he wanted to leave the team that he was on because he thought he deserved more playing time. So he went down, sat down, talked to the coach and was like, hey, I think I deserve more playing time. And the coach told him, hey, let's go right, let's go down the list of everybody starting and let's see what's going on. Right? So he started at first base. Oh, this guy hit 50 home runs last year. Da, 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 da. He's like, well, yeah, I can't take that spot. Left field, that guy's going to be a hall of famer. Center field, he's going to um, to the all star game this year. Left field's going to be a hall of famer one day, you know. And he went down the entire line, and then he said, by the end of that, he was like, yeah, I felt kind of dumb. You know that everyone was good. I they were better than me. I didn't deserve that playing time. Um, but then the coach told him something. He's like, but you know what? If second base gets hurt. You're going in. The shortstop gets hurt. You're going in. Third base gets hurt. You're going in. First base gets hurt. You're going in. No one else can play these positions. You can play every position. So you are my go-to guy. Right? So he still had value. Great value. Even though at first he didn't see it. But anyways, what can we do to use this this valuable resource? You know, and it's not used. I hate that word use. What can we do... Um, just to help our fellow man, and to be able to receive help as well. We don't want to use anything, you know. We don't want to use it. That's a, that's a commodity. You use your TV, you use your phone. I'm using this microphone right now, and that's a, that's another thing we need to understand that people are not objects. We don't use them, right? These are living souls. And now I could go on a whole little Catholic rant, but I'm not going to on Pope John Paul II and love and the opposite of love is used. Because once again, we are unfortunately in today's world seeing a human being as a commodity, as a thing. But I'll go into something different. I'll just continue with what on with the talk. So what can we do? We need an accountability partner. I'm still trying to find one. I haven't found one. I can't find one with my friends. Um, I guess right now my accountability partner is just kind of you guys, you know, Um, whoever's listening to these podcasts, whoever's watching these YouTube videos, um, subscribing to me, you know, gives me that motivation to say, hey, I need to step my game up and I need to get my life's issues under control so I can not only live the lifestyle that I am talking about health fitness christianity spirituality and, and be a good example that's that's what I'm trying to do so you guys right now the community that I'm trying to grow here is my accountability partner so thank you you know but it's finding that person that you can tell everything to i think that's what we forget in our daily lives you know or our friendships i hate the i, I hate it so much when people say you, you know you're in a good relationship when there's no such thing as uncomfortable silence. And I think that's a bunch of BS. I don't want to sit there in silence. I know there are times where we're going to. But the last thing you want to do is just sit there in, in comfortable silence. Talk about your day. Talk about your dreams. Talk about your hopes. That's how we can manifest this life that we want. The life we want to achieve. We have to be able to talk about it. And that's why now, usually, if I go over to friends, but if I really, you know, I really do, it's we sit there, and then all of a sudden, we're just watching TV. I can do that at home. You know what I mean? I don't have to drive 15 minutes out of my way, 20 minutes out of my way to watch TV at your house. I can do that at my house. You know what I mean? Um, you know, same thing with I had a great conversation with my nephew who's going into the army we started talking about god and you know he was scared he's going into the army he's he's a uh, half half hispanic half black and i went upstairs and i was chatting with him one that day and he said one of his biggest fears he's only going to oklahoma so from colorado to oklahoma and his biggest fear was that he was going to encounter racism in cali in uh, oklahoma and i was like what that doesn't even make sense dude um, so, and I wish I would have been on the ball when I was talking to him because it's like, is he encountering racism now? Where where we're at? Why is he in any way, shape, or form even thinking about that? I I didn't understand it. And I was like, dude, they got the Oklahoma City Thunder. They love Kevin Durant. You know, they you'll be all right. You'll be all right. But maybe there's some underlying issue that I'm missing. But the one thing I told him is, you know, I go there and I visit with his dad, and we go downstairs, and his dad loved gangster rap. I'm more into Christian rap nowadays. Used to be a big gangster rap, whatever you want to call it, listener. But you know, I told him if you go down there and you listen, you know, you have to listen to that music, though. Your dad, he's gonna listen to it very loud, and. If you listen to it long enough, you'll have these deep conversations with him. You got to get him in, into his environment and start to vibe with him. And then these conversations happen. You know, his dad doesn't go to church, but I tell him, I have good conversations with your, with your father about God and, and the world and politics. But first, you got to sit there and listen to gangster rap for 20, 30 minutes, and then you can get through the conversation. But sorry, I kind of got off topic there. But it was sharing everything. someone that you can tell your ups and downs and your struggles with. This is the biggest thing that we need to be able to do with this person. To not feel uncomfortable if you are telling them these things. And they've got to be able to give you valuable feedback. And I think it's the same thing with your relationship. You know, you you've got to understand that you need time with your friends. I I was horrible at this. All my friends are horrible at this. We get girlfriends and then we never see our friends again. You know, then all of a sudden they're back. Oh, they must be broke up or they must be fighting. You only want to go around your friends when you're fighting or when you're broken up. That doesn't even make sense. You need that balance. You need balance in your life. It's like they say, love. I did a YouTube video on what love is. And love is not selfish. So if the person that you are around doesn't want you to see your friends because they want you all to yourself, love is not selfish. Okay, love is giving at all times. It's giving. Love is not receiving. Love is giving. We've got to understand that as well. And we need that balance of... of. Um, being able to be around your friends even when you're married, you're in a relationship, whatever the case may be. Okay? So accountability partner. finding an accountability partner. Someone that can help you with your struggles. All right, next we're going to go with, I made a couple videos on this, the 33% rule. Right? So you're making a pie chart. You make a pie chart, draw a circle, cut it into three pieces, 33%. Right Or 33.33333333333 if you want me to be accurate. A 33% rule. And it's funny because I made these videos like, what was it? Four, probably eight months ago. And then I like to listen to, you know, I watch YouTube. I make YouTube videos. I watch YouTube. And there are some great rappers out now now they're old school rappers from many years ago but they actually I hope the birds chirping aren't bothering you now that I say it it's probably going to bother you um, but now they're they're in a movement they're more positive right? they're, they're more positive people and there's this one killer mike listen check out some of his interviews interviews with killer mike great interview And he actually talked about this a little bit as well. The 33% rule, right? We got the pie chart. Cut it. So now you need to do this, your friends, right? Now that pie chart represents your friends. The slices represent these categories. Your categories should be, the first category, age. You want people, 33% of your friends to be your age or within a certain amount of years, whatever you want. You want 33% of your friends to be older than you. Whatever age, for me it's 34, so I would say, you know, 33% of my friends should be between 36 and 28 or something like that, right? 33% should be between 28 and 24, and then 33% should be 38 to 50, 60, right? So we've got diversity in our friend, our circle of friends. Next, we should do the same thing with race, This is the one Killer Mike talks about. Race and religion. We're going to do the same thing with religion, right? Christian, Muslim, Buddhism. Race. White, black, Asian. Whatever, right? Middle Eastern. Whatever you want to do. But we need to have these categories. You should be having diversity in your life. Same thing with your mentors, right? You should have mentors in the same. Mentor that's going to help you where you're at right now. So for me, it would be health and fitness. Then I need a spiritual mentor. And then I need like a, a, a mentor that's going to teach me something that I don't even know anything about. Right? So you need to have these different categories. And you can break it up into more categories. I just had the 33% rule. You can do it in 10 categories if you want. Because there's more religions. There's more races. Whatever. Okay? Next is going to be respectful conversation. This is the biggest one. You know, I'm Catholic. I try to live the Catholic teaching. Okay, so for me, it's sorry. I am i don't like, you know, I'm never going to vote for gay marriage. It's legal now. It doesn't bother me. I don't really care. You know what I mean? But I'm not going to support it. I stick with Catholic beliefs. Now that I've decided to take my Catholic faith seriously. Uh, so but you know i've had great conversations with with um, gay people whatever you want to call them homosexual people i don't know what people I, you know i don't know since we're so politically correct right now alternative lifestyle i don't know what you want to call it but i've had great conversations i have family members that live that lifestyle it doesn't bother me i don't disres. you know, i don't disrespect them um, so it's finding a way to have a value uh, a respectful conversation With your fellow man, so you can learn from them, because they're always going to have great things to say. We just might differ when we talk about something. Great, um, great example is this was probably six years ago, if not longer, and I was at the little bar by my house here, having some drinks late at night, and this dude walks by. He looked like uh, what's his name, Edward Norton. Edward Norton? I think that's his name From American X The the the, the movie about uh, racism And stuff like that And uh, he looked his back like him Head was shaved like him He had the goatee Dude looked exactly like him It was crazy And he, I see him walk by And I was just like "Ah, oh, dude looks like Edward Norton Comes out of the bathroom He's coming back into the bar area And he like Punches the wall Some i like Oh what's up dude What's going on? You angry over there? No I'm not angry But he sits down We start chatting and this was a white guy. And all of a sudden he's sitting there and he, I can't remember, you know, I do landscape I did landscaping for 12 years. And we got on some topic and it was something about Mexicans. And he was just like, I hate Mexicans. Blah, blah, blah. And if you don't know, you know, if you see me, you might not see it. My mother's Hispanic, so I'm half Hispanic, you know, kind of mutt. It's a little bit of everything. So Spain, Mexican. Native American, French, that's all on that side. But uh, you know, and he's sitting there going off and we start having this talk and you know, I start just diving in, having a great conversation with him. And uh I had this ring at the time, bought it from Walmart for like fifteen bucks. It had the Our Father prayer on it. And I just ended up giving it to him. He's like, Well, I ain't gonna wear it. I hope you know that I'm gonna put it on a necklace or put it on my on my dresser, but I'm not gonna wear it on my hand. I was like, that's fine, dude, whatever. Um, but you know, but afterwards when, when we got to actually have a conversation, like I didn't get offended and say, I'm half Hispanic, you know, I was just like, cool, whatever, you know, that he, to that, to him, he didn't even know that to him. I was just a white guy. Um, but by the end, you know, it got to the point where he was like, I know they're just people and they're just trying to make a living and, and they're good dudes and blah. blah. And it came down to when you got to the root of the issue, he was just upset that he was getting outworked. By a Mexican. Because the job he did, I'm assuming, was construction. I can't remember. This was a long time ago. And he was like, yeah, they're just so hard working. And no matter what I do, I just can't work as hard as them. Blah, blah, blah. You know, so I don't think he really hated Mexicans. He was just upset that his work ethic wasn't as great as theirs, you know. Uh, But by the end... It was a great conversation. Things were good. So it's just being respectful so we can learn from each other. Using that that resource, right? Allowing proper use of the resource. Next is family. This is our greatest resource, right? This is my buddy. I've mentioned this, I think, in other videos where he has difficulties talking to women. Crazy difficulties talking to women. You know, and I tell him, well, just start by talking to your mother more. You know what I mean? You've got to... If you talk to your mother That's talking to a woman Right Or just ask her I mean that's That's you know That's the most important woman In your life So get to talk to her Talk to her And be vulnerable to her And and Great things will happen You'll understand how to talk to a woman better If you had a sister Talk to her You know Your father He's going to show you How to be a provider How a real man should be If he's got his stuff together You know What a real man should do That's The job of a father. Next is your siblings. Your siblings, right? Teaching you how to share. How to communicate. All these things. This is the importance of the family. And unfortunately, we are losing the family in America. Especially in America. I've mentioned this before. Um, I was on on a Christian dating website. On a free one. And I ended up making friends with a lot of Women from, what would it be, Asia, I guess. That area. And, you know, some of them still live with their parents, whatever. But if we know the Asian culture, you know, they all, everyone's like, oh, they all live in the same house. Grandparents, parents, children, everybody. But that's because they value the family versus America you look down upon. If you do those things. You know what I mean? Even when our parents get old, we just throw them in a nursing home. I'll let them stay at your house. Who cares? It's going to save money for them. Uh, But I think we need to get back to having family values in America. Because that, in itself, is helping us be able to use this resource of our fellow man to better us and better them. And, you know, and I think this, that's the greatest thing is, is because I think your family is always going to be your biggest critic, right? It's hard to change. This is a, a, a priest that I, when I went to church, said this in his homily, you know, where they say, you know, a prophet or with Jesus, when he, when he came back home, he couldn't perform as many miracles. They were like, who is this? You, you're God. You're Jesus. You know, you're the son of Joseph, the son of Mary. Right? You're not God. We know you. We grew up around you. And they didn't you know, and they said he performed some miracles, but he couldn't because they had lack of faith. And that's what really brings out the importance of family. You know, because that's where the change happens. You know, first you change yourself and then one at a time you start changing your family. You know, they see that change. That's why they're always going to be your biggest critic. You know, when I was uh, the first time I went vegan and I dropped down to 155 pounds, I walk around between 170 180 right now. I was 155, and everyone kept telling me, You're so skinny, you look so sick. Oh, you need to eat, eat, oh, eat. eat oh. I was like, Are you kidding me? So finally, I just ripped off my shirt. I think it was like Easter or something. I just ripped my shirt off, and I was like, Do I look skinny? Do I look like sick or something? And they just look at me and they go, you look really good, actually. I was like, okay, so stop telling me I look freaking skinny. You know? I just, seriously, I just ripped my shirt off right in front of the entire family. Like, what do you think? Does it look bad? And everyone thought it looked fine. You know? So they're going to be your biggest critic, but also your your greatest influence. For the ones that are trying to do great things. And this is the one I should have brought up. And it's, unfortunately, it's not using, um, but it's just knowing when to leave, right? I should have done this one in the last podcast, which the last podcast was The Seasons of Life. And sometimes you just got to understand that we outgrow friends. We outgrow relationships in our lives to where we need to move on to the new one. And that's what this 33% rule is going to do. You know, I'm not saying you have to have 500 friends. You know, you how many friends you have on Facebook doesn't mean anything unless you're actually talking to these people and messaging them, right? I message, you know, every once in a while with some of these, um, ladies that I've met in other um, countries through that website, we're, we're friends on Facebook. One of them, we actually have a prayer that we try to send each other every weekend, so it's almost like we're pen pals, right? That Which I think is pretty cool. Um, but we, yeah, we write our own prayers and then we message each other on Facebook. So she can see her prayer, I can see, she can see my prayer, I can see her prayer. And now the cool thing is she's thinking about starting a blog, which is cool, you know? Um, so yeah, it's just trying to find people that you can build up, but then also finding people that can help build you up. And making this world a better place. Instead of always thinking we're in competition. I think I've heard it said. Amateurs compete. What was it? Oh man it's written upstairs. It's a great. It's a great. Uh, it's a great quote. And I wish I I knew it. I just saw it the other day when I was cleaning out stuff. It was just written on a random piece of paper. But it was something like amateurs compete. You know. And professionals build up or something like that. Amateurs compete. You know. And the pros build people up. So if you're in competition, you're just an amateur. If you're trying to build others up, build yourself up, you know, then we're doing the right thing. I wish I knew the proper terms for that quote. But there we go using our most valuable resource properly, recognizing it, understanding how to use it for the common good of both individuals, not just using it for your own good you know and I'll go into a little rant now since it's the end of kind of uh, uh, that Christian aspect with um, Pope John Paul II that's what he said the opposite of love is used and when we look at our fellow man nowadays we get into the view of what can I get from this person all right what can what uh, what value can I get out of it and that's not what it's about you know this is where he talks about uh, the dangers of pornography. And it's not that, it says, it's not that pornography shows too much, it's that pornography shows too little. Why? Because you only see the woman as an object. You don't see, you know, you only see her as an object. You don't know her emotions, what she thinks, how she feels. You don't understand the woman. You see her as an object, you do what you need to do, and then you split. And that's not what it's about. Same thing. It's what they say with with um, relationships nowadays. How everybody wants to cohabitate. Nobody wants to actually, you know, give themselves to the other person. They want to say that we're oh yeah, I'm dating, I'm taken. But if you want to take that next step, marry the person. And if you're in a relationship right now and you're telling yourself I'm not going to marry this person, then why are you even with them? You know we don't have any sense of commitment anymore, and that's where he said it. You know that's the same thing. We're living in this world where you know we have a little checklist. What can this person do for me? What can? Oh, yep, yeah, she makes good money, so we can get a good house. You know she's good in bed. Check that one off. She's this. Check that one off. What can I get? Yep. Check that one off. And that's not what it's about. You know it's like they say where people say, well, you got to test drive the goods, right? You got to test drive the goods and make sure you like it. Well, yeah, that's okay as long as you're the one doing the test driving and you're not the one being test driven. I don't even know. Driven. <laughs> test-driven, right? Yeah, it's okay if you're the person driving and you're not the car. Right? Does that make sense? Because now you're just using the person. Let me use them. Well, let me, you know, let me... uh let me see what, what kind of gifts this person gives. How is she in bed? Like I said before, this and that, that. Okay, she passes all those. I'll take her. Oh, no, she misses those ones. This is just kick her to the side. You're using that person, and that's not what it's about. That's, what, that's why I don't want to use that term, used, right? Using, that, using our fellow man as a resource. But it is our most valuable resource. I went on a little rant right there. If, you, if that was interesting to you, once again, check out Theology of the Body. Um, I think the original book. If you're going to look up theology, the body, those are usually going to be study courses. But if you want to actually learn or study everything, it's Pope, you know, Pope John Paul II, Saint John Paul the Great, I think is what they call him. And uh, I think the actual writing is man and man and woman. They, he made them, but he's got like love and responsibility. He's got so many books, but check that stuff out. Once again, thank you for tuning in. I know your time is very valuable. You spent it with me and I appreciate it. Thank you for those who were following me on SoundCloud. Those were uh, the names that I mentioned earlier. Once I'm able to figure out how to get into iTunes a little bit more, maybe I'm not getting uh, subscribers from there. I'm not sure. I'll have to click on there. I'm not an Apple user, but I've got the podcast on iTunes. Um, and once again, don't forget to check out the YouTube channel. Exercise fitness videos, motivational videos, Christian spiritual videos. Um, you know, I'm just trying to expand my mind and share this information with you. Like us on Facebook, True Results 303. Google Plus, True Results 303. Right now, Twitter is T R U R W W. I'm going for True Results 303, though. And. So, thank you and stay tuned for another episode.